Hey listeners, before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans and others should other countries do this too. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niles Spain, And we're your fuck buddies. We are an award-nominated sex and dating advice podcast where we mm. take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we're award-nominated. And we're also <laughs> a sex and dating advice podcast where we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners. It does. It feels better to say that. It does feel better to say that. It really, It really feels good in my mouth. And then also in my ears. You know what's bad? Uh, what's bad? We've had the ability to say that for more than a year now. <laughs> yeah, we really have. <laughs> like, this is not a new thing. This is no. over a year. At this point, we've been nominated for eight awards total. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. crazy. And you know it's what? I can't wait till we get to say award winning. Mm. That's going to be, that's just going to be, I'm going to say it. I'm going to get to the intro and then I'm going to climax for the rest of the 59 minutes and 30 seconds. I can only hope. Uh, ready to get into it? I'm ready to get into it. Now, we we talked very, very, very briefly before we started rolling. So briefly that we both were like, fuck it, just, just start recording in case we do have the same question slash sex news. I almost guarantee that you do. And it probably is. But I bet you got it from TikTok, didn't you? I did get it from TikTok. I got it from Reddit. Okay. So it's probably still the same thing. Does it involve a song? It sure as fuck does. God damn it. Are you ready for me to play the song? Oh, I have it queued up and ready to go. Also, I have it queued up. I hope it's not the same song. It's, it's the same it's song. It's 100% the same song. Okay. Sex news. Do you Holy. actually have the you have the actual question, right? The actual the thing that started it all. Okay. We'll we'll go there. Um sex news, I'm going to go briefly. No, no, just read the question. Just read the okay. question. So this was posted by Tyler Life six days ago, uh, and it has since gotten 127,000 upvotes and just every award known to man. Uh, today I fucked up. My girlfriend, 20-year-old female of two years, told me the music I play, 25-year-old male, during sex is weird and a major turnoff. Well, backstory. When I first started having sex, I researched into ways to be better as I was a little stiff and pretty much had no idea what I was doing. I read online you can play music and match the rhythm in order to put on a better performance. <laughs> I searched lovemaking songs and started slowly creating a playlist in which I was comfortable matching the rhythm. <laughs> there are a few songs to my playlist. However, there's one song in particular that actually happens to be my favorite that my girlfriend hates and says turns her off in a major way. I don't understand why it's taken her two years to tell me she hates that song. It's a good ma- lovemaking song with good rhythm. I feel the way I fucked up is I could have possibly asked her previously if she liked the playlist or any song she'd like to add slash change. But to leave it for two years thinking our sex life is great, but in her eyes has just been ruined by my music, has left the whole situation feeling awkward, and I'm a bit annoyed. I pretty much played this tune every single time. 
So the amount of time she must have not been enjoying it. And I thought the complete opposite is annoying, <laughs> but also embarrassing in ways. Not to mention my previous partners, but they never complained about the song. So maybe it's just her. It's fucked up the relationship, to be honest, because sex feels awkward now. The other day we were having sex with no music, but I was still trusting to the tune playing in my head. She recognized it and asked me to stop. <laughs> I thought the song was perfect. So I always trust along with the tune and feel it gives me the perfect rhythm for doing the deed to. I usually bust to this song and find it devastating. She hates it. And then there's a link to the song itself, which I believe Dane will furnish. Okay, I just I I need you to mentally prepare because no matter what you're thinking in your head, it's it's not right. I want everyone to pause the podcast at this exact time, send us all their ideas, and then listen to the actual song. Yeah. So think about think about what this could be. Think about what this song could be, and then let us know what it is. You will also then, get an a, a award from us, probably just verbally, if you manage to make something worse. So here's here's the song. It's called Sea Bat by Hudson Mohawk. <laughs> it's probably all we're allowed to play now and the best thing is it like changes pitch so it'll be just that for the entire song but sometimes it gets higher and sometimes it gets lower yeah sometimes you get a little more warbly but yeah, it is, sometimes that it is does it. sound like a tormented techno dolphin um so i nbc news did a, a note on this and uh that is actually one of the things people uh have described it as i'll read some of the some of the things that people have uh, have compared it to a uh, robot dolphin sounds mm-hmm. an inflatable clown toy f- falling down the stairs. <laughs> and then a lot of it is just people saying they, they're cracking up, but yeah, that's, that's the song. And now on TikTok, on the TikTok side of things, people have been making videos trying to figure out whether it was, whether he was just fucking yeah, to like, the beat. Rusting to like the like backbeat. Or yes. is he like, Thrust, 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 thrust. I mean, it's, and it has to be that, right? It has, like, to, it has be. to be. It says in the question, she recognized the beat and asked him to stop. There's no and way she, reco- he she like, recognized the sorry, tune, the the rhythm that he was thrusting to, <laughs> which like you wouldn't recognize. It was like one, two, three. Like I don't know, unless she was like, that's too slow, or she's just yeah. so traumatized she knows the exact, like, <laughs> oh man. It's uh, it's it's one of those things where I heard it and like TikTok. I'm not super deep in the TikTok like lore, but every now and then like something will pop up and I'm like, "What is this song? And why are people being so vague about it?" Because a lot of people are being like, "If you know, you know," and like mm-hmm. a closed door. And I'm like, "But I don't know, and I want to." So then I I did some deep diving and found out that that this was indeed someone's boner jam actual boner he he busts to this song and now his busting is forever ruined yeah uh, i died laughing i keep playing it for my partner and she hates it even like the youtube video is just all the comments are can't believe they fucked for two years to this like it's taken this entire song I, whoever hudson mohawk is they, there's no way they don't know they're probably well, making he's- millions he's uh he was like hey thank god that i just released my new album and like a week prior to this, 
and it received critical praise because he was like, I think I would have been a lot more upset if this popped off and then I released my new album or it overshadowed. So like he's, he just released a new album, which Mm -hmm. is great news. And, and it was reviewed quite well, like critically, critically play or praised. Um, So like now it's, now he's just rolling in it. Maybe that's what prompted it. Maybe the girlfriend in question saw the new album was like, no, no, this guy can't be out there having success. He's ruining my life every day. And she went to the boyfriend was like, this has to stop. Yeah, that's that's the thing for me is for two years, you endured this this song. I don't know how you didn't say something sooner and the rhythm too. you see. You know what? I think it was a sunk cost fallacy kind of thing where like it happened so early that she probably felt awkward bringing it up. But like then it happened a second time. She's like, shit, I already didn't say something. And then by the third time, she's like, damn, I definitely didn't say so. And then it, you're just gone. You're in a hole. And it. I commend her bravery for coming out after two years. Yeah. I mean, this is also it's a good uh, lesson of, uh, you know, the, the best time to talk about a problem is when it first happens. The second best time is now. Yeah. Unless you've not talked about it five times since then and now, because then those were the next five best times. But now I think now is always, always the best time after like this. You have to you have to address things when it comes to things as simple as like actually enjoying sex with your partner. And and Mm -hmm. especially if you're still having sex with your partner, you need to address these things. You need to talk about them and not endure like endure shouldn't be part of your vocabulary when it comes to sexual experiences. Again, unless you are in a like a kink bondage thing where enduring is part of the pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I just want the rest of his playlist. So when you search CBAT on Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, the song comes up, then the next song or the next thing that comes up is CBAT sex playlist, then sex playlist, then sex playlist, devil emoji, squirt emoji, love making devil emoji. Uh, but like these then- are all copycats. I know it. Unless a lot of people find this song horny. No, 100% this is... Can you see now, how they're created? Now, let me tell you. Uh, I opened up the first one, and the first song is Seabat. The second song is Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it checks out, though. So, you know, what's what's this one? Oh, man, this is this is pretty much just a, a further... Uh, this is this. I think this is going to revolutionize boner jams, to be honest. Which is a playlist I think we've talked about before in our personal I don't life. Know if we are allowed to talk about boner jams, boner jams is is a nightmare. It is. It started as something we listened to as a joke, but there's so many horrible songs on there, both musically mm-hmm. and morally, so, socially, ethically. And I think this but is then, this is every now and then an absolute jam. Just an absolute banger, yeah. But like, yeah, sex playlist, Sea Bat, and then after that, the Luigi's Mansion theme song. <laughs> the, the Pokemon Either way, theme song. Don't add this. Don't add this to your playlist, unless <laughs> it's in some kind of sex prank war. In which case, go for it. Yeah, this goes back to that guy who was like, "My girlfriend keeps blowing in my mouth." Exactly. Pa- pu- exactly put this bad boy on next time you're having sex. But, hey, then- I gotta tell you, I gotta ask you, have you tried it though? No. So, hey, maybe. What the fuck made you think this is a lovemaking song? This is some shit Plankton will play while fucking his computer wife. <laughs> Bro fucks like a dial-up modem. <laughs> but we're, we're oh. hey, we're talking a lot of shit. But I haven't, 
I haven't tried this out. Maybe this is like, maybe this is some like Nirvana Kama Sutra next level thrust him. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I, hey, you I know what? I apologize to the next person I sleep with. You know what? This can be my karaoke song tonight. all right we gotta go we gotta move on we do have to move on oh you want that you want to go first you want me to go first you go first this is by anna advic my boyfriend wants to have fruit sex so me and my boyfriend go to the same college we're walking on campus when he suddenly just stopped and turned to me and said can we have fruit sex I laughed at first because I thought he was joking because usually when you hear that, you're like, oh, yeah, they got to be joking. But he was being dead serious and started to have a literal mental breakdown in front of everybody. Say I don't take him seriously and I think he's a joke and then say I'm shaming him for his kink, which, yeah, I am. Because what kind of person asks their girlfriend if they can stick their who has and fruit together? I just walked away because who? what do I even say to that? I haven't spoken to him in two days and I've been avoiding him. But he's been spamming me nonstop saying he missed me and he can't help his desires. He also has asked people around my door if they've seen me. Honestly, I don't know if I should break up with him or try to talk this out with him. But at the same time, every time I see his name, I get flashbacks about him asking me for fruit sex. Are we under the assumption that everyone knows what fruit sex is? I I don't really know what they mean. I assume he would fuck a fruit and she would put a fruit in her, thus being fucked by a fruit. See, that's that's kind of what I thought. I thought it was going to be like he was going to use various phallic-shaped fruits Mm-hmm. And and insert them almost like using toys, but y- yeah, I mean, one the public sphere of like walking through the dorm or quad or wherever the fuck you were, and unloading your kink or fetish on someone mm-hmm. is is not the way to do it. This is something that requires tact. This is something that requires privacy. This is something where like you guys are sitting together and you're like, hey, can I talk to you about something? Here's something I'm interested in. And I'm not here. Again, I'm not going to yuck this dude's yums because I don't really know what fruit sex is. I think it's it's just like, you know, that grapefruit video and or putting a banana up you. Um, I would say there's we've I think we've talked about it recently. Plenty of risks when you introduce mm-hmm. food and stuff like that to your genital and sensitive regions. There's there's plenty of things can go wrong. So probably not the safest fetish or kink to to indulge in but that being said like you do need to to pull your partner aside and have a a quiet private moment in a you know familiar comfortable place the way you would have any conversations about sex life and and, import yeah yeah relationship talks or anything like that like you wouldn't you wouldn't hopefully just be walking through the quad be like hey i think we should break up in front of however many Hmm. people in a public area like you I'm need like, to I treat those say, things with privacy. There's still like, I don't know. There's a level of inherent privacy if you're just commuting somewhere and you're not like surrounded by people. Or if you're just walking through campus, it's kind of empty and you want to bring something up. It Again, if it's a brand new kink you've never previously discussed, probably not the thing. But like, you know, there, there are levels to that where maybe you could be like, oh, I want to fuck you the second we get home. And yeah, sure, you're in public. But like, you know, there are there are layers to this, right? And this, yeah. sure, not obviously not the best, but like there's a bunch of red flags here all over the place because one, as Dane says, timing, not great, place, not great, but then you start freaking out and yelling, not great at all, ever, let alone yeah. being in public. However, on the girl's side of things, she's like, oh, I'm, you know, he's saying I'm shaming him for his kink, which I am, yeah, because what kind of person asks their girl, like, take that shame away from this, you know what I mean? We like to say we, we're not going to yuck anybody's yums, and it's like, if this guy's into that, that's not a character judgment. You know what I mean? There's yeah. nothing moral about fuck. 
fruit. You know what I mean? It's like, if he likes that, that's fine. He's not forcing you to, I, I hope, you know, he did ask. And it's like, you can just be like, oh, I'm not into that. Instead of like mocking this person, which you are now doing online and presumably weren't very kind in the moment and are also like refusing to see him because all you can think about is flashbacks when he asked for this. Like that's a very dramatic and I think cruel reaction. Yeah, because how would you approach or how would you want if say if you wanted to explore anal or bondage or whatever, imagine you told him that and he was like, you're a terrible person. What kind of woman would ask their partner for that? Like, yeah. it's the same thing. It, it doesn't matter. Like kink and fetishes are kink and fetishes. And the whole reason they are what they are is because they are not commonplace. Right. So, yeah. so the likelihood of, of you having to address them and talk to them and, and hoping that your partner would also either be interested in kink fulfillment on your behalf or also want to partake in the act, there's an inherent risk in that. And, and you need to treat that with a, a level of delicacy. And that was not shown here at all. Yeah, I think this is a very good example of how not to do this on both sides. I was going to say, yeah, you, on both of them. For sure. Don't just do it in a casual public setting. Do it when you're private and at home and can actually have a conversation. Uh, don't shame someone for bringing stuff up. Uh, and by all means, tell them you're not into it. You know, that's totally fine. And then it only becomes a problem if they're trying to force you to do it or shame you for not wanting to do it. Like if they're like, oh, you're a fucking prude, like blah, blah, blah. Like then, yes, they're the one in the wrong. But like. If you don't want to do it, say that. If you do want to do that, discuss it and like maybe do some research, you know, make sure boundaries and safety are considered. But like, don't shame people and don't then be like, one, shaming them on the internet and two, being like, oh, I can't even look at them, can't even talk to them. Like, these are all really cruel, shitty things for a partner bringing up something that, sure, it's not your jam, but like, it is, I don't know, like a delicate topic for them and they, they trusted you with this and throwing that back in their face is shitty yeah 100 percent. yeah it, it's yeah you guys both did a very bad job and yeah. you need to work on well i mean like i think at this point you need to call it quits if you don't want to talk to him and all you think about when you see his name is wanting to have sex with fruit then I like saying, I, I love that she's like every time i see i get flashbacks like okay that's a little dramatic he just asked yeah. you a question like yeah it's not my cup of tea i don't think I haven't tried it. I have no desire to. In fact, I generally don't like fruit. <laughs> well, but like here's, here's what we do. Get you a grapefruit. I put sea bat on for you. Ooh, I, you Two know birds what? Two stone. Grapefruit's pretty much the only fruit I do like. So I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I know what you put like. in the microwave. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, for those yeah. that don't know, the old grapefruit technique is a whole meme from a bygone era. Which, hey, maybe inspired this poor boy. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, don't do anything that happened here. Discuss respectfully, discuss in appropriate settings, and be kind. And there you go. There's your lesson on broaching kinks. You know, let's stick on the the poorly handled kink train. This is Interstellar Orb. Should I break up with my boyfriend because of his kinks? So I, female 19, and my boyfriend, male 24, have been dating for the last four months And we have been intimate throughout our relationship, but recently he's been trying more and more questionable stuff. 
He's into CNC and DDLG, which is consensual non-consent and Dom, Daddy, and Little Girl, which are literal red flags for me. And when I told him that that kind of stuff was just sick and disgusting, he argued with me, and we hadn't smoken in days until he finally texted me, asking me why I was kink-shaming him, and I tried to explain why I didn't agree with the kinks, but we just argued more. I don't know if I am being unreasonable, but I can't see him in the same way anymore, and I really am considering dumping him. I still love him, but some of my feelings have been lost. What do I do? Edit. He has tried CNC with me uh, when we were intimate in the past and wouldn't stop until I was begging for him to stop. And he has begged for us to keep trying until he feel until it feels good for me. So before anyone dry, jumps to any conclusions, that is why I'm not okay with it. So I'm glad the edit was there because that answered the one question I was going to bring up, which was like how he broached this topic with her, which it sounds like he didn't and just kind of did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not good. So, yes, that is a red flag, um, especially with that kind of like with CNC, you know what I mean? Because it's like the C is there. So if you haven't brought it up, there's no C. It's just non-consent, which is a crime, which is not cool. So it's like yeah. a lot of things you really, 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 really need to talk about. And that is definitely one of them. Um, and that's fucked up. If he had brought it up, I think it isn't like a red flag because it's it's a thing a lot of people like and it's consent is very much a key thing in it i don't know that much about ddlg shit but like again it's like if it's consensual and if it's healthy i'm, I'm pretty sure there's no inherent red flags i could be wrong about that one because again i don't know much about it but like with cnc it's like it's just a form of role play and again the c is essential this is it. We, we've we've talked about uh consensual non-consent before and and it seems like a lot of people think that because by slapping the label of consensual non-consent that they are then allowed like carte blanche to do and be like Mm -hmm. no no i didn't do anything you weren't into it's it's consensual non-consent so so you need to you know you need to not consent to it it's like well you do need permission and a very firm guideline of boundaries and rules and safe and words. Fucking and safe words and actions that are okay and not okay. And yes, like just yeah. a lot of stuff needs to be very fucking firm. So right off the bat, bad job. You did a bad job. Yeah, you um, did a shit job. The Dom Daddy Little Girl stuff is is tricky for me. And it's, uh, you know, we, we talk about not kink shaming and we talk about you know, letting people explore freely. Age play has always been a tricky subject for me because I Mm -hmm. think there is inherently a lot of trauma that comes along with it that some people might not be aware of, even if like on both sides, um, I think there's a lot of, it's really charged the second you start wanting to treat the person who's, who you're having sex with as if they were much younger almost Mm. to the point of like a criminal level, Mm. uh, especially paired with something like consensual non-consent. I feel like that gets into a territory of being like, okay, but if this is like, if this is what you want and if this is something you sexually desire, is there something more behind that? And I think that's a tricky thing to, to navigate and a very fine line to walk when it comes to things like age of consent and, uh, young people and and childhood trauma and that kind of stuff i think it's 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 tough for me to to know where i stand on that Mm -hmm. so i don't want to make too many judgment calls based on that side of it but i can speak about consensual non-consent and i think we're on the same page of it being yeah 
And yeah. like we've said before, we are not experts. So I, I think we're just going to field that one. I don't know very much about DDLG shit. I'd never even heard the acronym before today. So I'm not going to delve into that. It's the one kink and fetish where I think apprehension kind of comes with the territory. You know, I, I think where well, there are also probably some really fucked up kinks out there. So maybe don't say the one, but I well, guess the yes. one like common and or like commonly accepted or like, you know, age play is sketchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, again, it's like if you're both into it, I think that yeah. that's pretty key is like. Yeah. So, just, I mean, the the things. So the language here of like being like, oh, I thought. You, you told him that you thought it was disgusting and sick, which is like, if that's how you feel, that's fine. But mm. I also understand that your experience are being colored by the fact that he forced this on you prior to having any discussion or boundaries or, you know, guidelines or whatever. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think making judgment calls based on kinks are bad. Um, as we've, we've talked about in the past two questions, I think when it comes down to uh, this guy as a person, I think you're safe to say like, Hey, this is fucked up that you aren't including me in your, in the conversation and you're just mm -hmm. doing it. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's like, I don't want not kink shaming to be translated into someone does something in the realm of kink and you're not allowed to criticize or, you know, yeah. have problems with it because that's not what not kink shaming is. Not kink shaming is not being like, Oh, you brought up fruit sex. You're a fucking disgusting piece of shit. That's kink shaming. If somebody just like shoved a fruit up you, they can't be like, oh, you didn't like that? That's kink shaming. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. You springing a kink on someone without prior discussion should never be done at all. And the prior discussion involves, as we've said before, setting boundaries, research, making sure things are healthy, establishing safe words. Like there's there's work. You know what I mean? If you haven't put in that work, you don't get to do it. The, those discussions have to happen outside of in the moment. So you can't be having sure. sex and be like, I want to like do this because it's it's tough for a lot of people, especially women, after everything that's happened and, and the sexual climate we live in of of women being afraid to say no to men due to, you know, fear of what will what the repercussion is. So like while you're having sex to throw some throw a kink at someone, there might be a very good chance they'll say yes to it out of fear of what of what will happen if they say no and that is yeah, every everyone's vulnerable when they're naked and alone and generally when you're having sex you are both of those two things but it's like if you're in a room by yourself with someone who's on top of you maybe that's a pretty threatening position to to be in also like on a less ominous note it's like you don't have your full faculties together you're not you're in the moment you're distracted you're horny etc etc it's like it's just not the time because People don't have the right mindset or the right tools at their disposal to make a properly a genuine decision necessarily. Yeah, I think we can all agree that we make the stupidest choices when we're horny. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, like, like we, we all make very bad decisions when when we are horny. Mm -hmm. This is just a kink episode now? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, should we do another one from me? I think we should. This is by I Plug Gucci. That's from Seduction. I've been wearing height inserts for five months, and I'm afraid I will get exposed. Hey guys, I'm 5'8", but wear height insoles in my shoes to make it look like I'm six foot. My reaction and quality of life changed Holy instantly, shit. Have, have more responses from girls, and put on my dating profile and received way more matches. 
I have had sex with 12 girls in the first three months thinking I'm six foot. Once in the bedroom and lights off, they cannot tell. The issue is that now I've been seeing this girl seriously and she wants me to go to a graduation celebration at the beach for her sister and I would look clownish wearing my insole shoes at the beach. I already tried ditching and she felt pissed trying to bail on something that meant a lot to her. Also, she's 5'11", so if I get exposed, it will completely ruin the relationship. What can I do to keep this jig ongoing? That's, what is that, that's four inch? Like That's four fucking inches, which is, uh, I, how, I don't understand how that works, but. How are you hiding four inch heels, my dude? <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's some kind of like boot situation. My assumption is it's probably like an insole that arches up, right? Yeah, so like I assume it, it's, it's like not an insole the- where the heel is up, right? Yeah, where where it's not visible on the shoe because like four inches, four inches is pretty big. But I'm like, assuming still, it's a, a combo shoe insole thing where like the shoes have thick soles, and then yeah, even, even that four is <laughs> four is four is really big in in, a, in terms of like hiding. <laughs> uh, so like I look, man, you you are the height that you are, and if the only reason this woman is with you is because you are four inches taller than what you actually are, then it's bad news. Also, I don't understand how, like, how are you, are you, is the last thing you take off your shoes? <laughs> like when, when always, you go back to your always place, push them on the bed and then turn off the light and then take off your shoes. Cause I'm sorry. Like if someone, if, if I was with a woman and she slipped out of four inch heels, I would notice. Yeah. Right, like that's the difference between someone who's five eight and five two. No, five eight and five four. Damn, you're bad at math. <laughs> See, that one was that was an easy one. Yeah. So what you're saying is he needs to go to the beach and pre-build four inch mounds. Everywhere. Yes, everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or alternatively, dig a bunch like of the holes in the flip flops. I was gonna say dig a bunch of holes and make the girlfriend stand in it yes everyone else four inches shorter yeah because technically beaches slope downward right they slope into Mm -hmm. the water so you just have to like kind of stand they all got wiped out (laughs) um so like you know you just have to stand upstage Mm -hmm. or downstage Uh, you know what what you have to do is oh this is genius i've outdone myself you arrive Looking, looking fine in your nicest jeans, your your good old height boots, and and a nice shirt. And then you go, oh fuck! I thought you meant the club beach, not an actual beach. And she'll be like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. You can like take off your jeans. And then you go, no, I I didn't wear any underwear because uh, I've been thinking about you all day. And then you can take your jeans off. You don't need to take your shoes off. You get to be four inches taller. And this problem will never, ever arise again for the rest of your relationship. You could 100% take your shoes off at the beach, even if you're wearing jeans. Mm, But it'd be weird. (laughs) Yeah, like like at the end of the day, my dude, you are who you are. It would be like if you were wearing like contact lenses that changed your eyes blue. Or, you know, Spanx. Like, sure, yes. Has being six foot made you more attractive on a like on paper in your you know dating profile whatever sure but you're not right like i i could write you know fucking jack this shit and then photoshop a picture of me on chris hemsworth body i'd get more matches 
I could say I died for your sins and photoshopped myself into a minion on a cross, but exactly when I arrive, they're going to be like, you're not that round yellow sex machine. <laughs> you're not our garden savior. That minion. That, ba- that banana and overalls cutie. <laughs> Um, I will say this comment killed me or this two comments. One said incrementally lowered the insole height every two weeks to the point you don't have any and then deny everything. And someone replied saying gas heising. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Look, if you're going to date anybody in any way, seriously, in fact, if you're going to fucking sleep with anybody, because again, I'm sure it's, it must be some kind of like mission impossible ass shit trying to not let them see you take off. What is, again, a very significant height difference. So I'm sure that sucks for you. But if you want to start having actual relationships with people, there is no way to keep the jig up. Maybe use this as a confidence booster. You got three months. Obviously, there's more to you than just the height, hopefully, especially if this girl is seeing you. But, like, they have to come off sooner or later. Yeah, it's like, are you never going to take a vacation with them? Where are you never going to shower together? Like, she's like, let's hop in the shower. Really? I cannot. Well, again, you just have to slope everything. Everything <laughs> needs to be on a four inch incline in your apartment. It's going to be like those, uh, those rooms that are like the optical illusion where you stand at one end and the other and you seem way bigger. Than exactly. Yeah. It's man. I we're going out tonight and I really want to like find a way to lift my, my shoes up four inches just to like, I, don't know if I could deal with like six foot whatever Dane. I don't know if I want that. Giant I'd, be Dane. Un- I'd be unstoppable. <laughs> or you'd be too hot. I would literally break my ankles because those are four inch heels that I'm wearing. That, yeah, like, I feel like uh, you ever work with like a really tall person and they're really clumsy. I feel like there's no way I wouldn't be able to be more clumsy. Yeah. But also, look, dude, you, you have to. You have to go. If you like like this person at all, you have to go. Should he unveil the shoe, like, uh, unveil his lack of height before the beach so he's not shamed in front of everybody if it goes wrong? Maybe This yes. is a caution. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. But I think this is a cautionary tale of of what a lot of seduction tries to get you to do and, and make bullshit up to be more attractive, right? Exactly. Because, great, okay, it gets you laid. And if that's all you want, if you just want to like get laid and never talk to people again, sure, lie away. It's scummy, but yeah. you can do it. Like you I, I you know, yeah. It would be like say going on a first date and being like, "Oh, I've been to Italy. I've been to Paris. I've done this. I've done that." And yeah. to see more, make up all this bullshit to to see more attractive and and alluring and stuff. But the second, like if it, if it goes further, and you know, she's like, "Oh, let's go to you know, uh, let's go on vacation to Italy. Like, where's a good place?" And you're like, uh, uh, "I don't know." Like you, then you get caught in a line. It sucks. Yeah. Well, I think one of our first questions we ever did, or at least it it feels like it was one of the first ones we ever did in the early episodes was about basically like pretending to know stuff about a sport to impress somebody. Right. That's like, like it's always going to come back to bite you in the ass. You're always going to be like, I'm sure the sex probably sucks. If you're so paranoid about them, like, you know, they're trying to entangle and entwine their toes and yours. And they're like, why am I reaching up? Don't do this to yourself. Either way, it has to come off sooner rather than later. I think you should do it before you go to the beach just in case she's shitty about it because at least then it can be between the two of you and not, you know, at the beach in front of her sister causing a scene. Yeah. And hey, fuck it. Maybe she'll be chill. You know, she's gotten to know you. If if you're 
paranoid about the height thing. And yeah, look, she might be weird about the fact that you lied about it, I guess. But like, hopefully she'll be chill enough to understand. It's also a moment to be vulnerable. Like, look, I'm really sorry. I'm super insecure about my height. I, you know, I, I, I've worn them for however long. And, you know, there, there's no good time to stop wearing them. So yeah, I never meant to mislead you. But, you know, that, that's it's just something I did. That, you know, the same way that, like, people wear, wear, wear makeup or mm-hmm. wear heels or, like you said, push-up bras or, like, any of those things. Like, anything that makes you more attractive. It's like, at the end of the day, being tall is doesn't have any impact on who you are or mm-hmm. any other attractive feature about you. And yeah. if she's weird about it, she fucking sucks. Like, do you really want to be with someone who's only with you because you're four inches taller than you actually are? Yeah, that's insane. You're the same person. So if if that's the thing, and look, she might get weird about the fact that you misled her. And I think there's a little bit of understanding going on. Like, I can can get it, you know? Yeah. So maybe if she is, if it doesn't work out, maybe there's a lesson to be learned there. Because I do think it's, yes, it is similar to makeup or whatever, but it's not that common as far as i know mm-hmm. so people are gonna have a more extreme reaction to it you know what i mean no one's like wait a minute you wore mascara you know like well hey that's, what if it is more common and it's just impossible to know maybe because hey he pulled it off what if they're but either way what if no one is six feet tall and everyone is just wearing lifts i've been lied to this whole time we're one of the liftless yeah but yeah you just gotta take them off Godspeed. This is from Freakwick XT. Yeah, they are both 18 and involving a 13 year old brother. My cheating girlfriend threatened to out my brother. I've been dating her for two years now. She knows my, that my brother is gay and still in the closet. When I caught her cheating on me, I told her I'm breaking up with her. She said that if I leave her, she'll out him. My brother doesn't want to be out yet. So I'm still dating her to keep her quiet about this. How do I put up a facade and pretend to be in a relationship with someone I still love? I don't want to be with her anymore, but I have to be. She demands that I go out with her and pretend to everyone that everything is fine. So this person fucking sucks. The worst person. Like, one of the worst people we've encountered on this podcast. That's fucking disgusting. You're 18? Yeah. So, fuck, I wish I knew more about, like, where they are in the world, who she's threatening to out them to. Like, is it your parents? Because, like, if you go to your parents first and say, like, oh... This person cheated on me, like, we broke up, just want you guys to know, and then she starts messaging them, they're going to be like, fuck off. They're not going to give her the time of day, I assume. Yeah, um, hopefully. It's like, but- his, yeah, pers- yeah, oh man, this sucks, because it's like, again, depending on where they are, like, if it's, you know, if it's like fucking Florida or something, I don't even know if, like, blackmail and having messages saved and, like, bringing it to any authority would help, because if you bring it to the school... The fucking don't say gay bills might be like, great, now we have that information and he's fucked. Or the cops mm-hmm. might be like, okay, great. Like, So it's tough without knowing exactly what she's threatening and where she is. But like this staying in this situation, I don't think is a viable – you can't just stay in it. Yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's one of those situations where it's going to be a big loss for everyone involved no matter what you do. Either you're stuck with this horrible person or – you know, your brother gets outed or, you know, she does it anyway. And you're still stuck with this person. Like every day you spend with this person is, is a, is a wasted day. It fucking sucks. I'm sorry. You have to deal with this, but I think this acts as a cautionary tale of being like, you might trust someone as, and you can trust them as much as you want with your stuff. 
but you do not if if someone trusts you with something that doesn't extend to to your partner it just mm-hmm. doesn't right especially when you're this young and especially with something as sensitive as this if, if my brother told me he was gay and said he didn't want anyone to know no one would know Right. I wouldn't tell anyone. I wouldn't tell my partner. It wouldn't matter how much I trusted them. It wouldn't matter how much I loved them. It wouldn't matter how long I was with them. It wouldn't matter how old I was. If someone tells me that something in confidence and that they don't want anyone else to know, no one else will ever know. So I think talk to your brother. Again, this is also dependent on who she's threatening and where and how, but like this, this cannot last. And like, it's not going to end well one way or another. So this is going to come out because this person is a petty, vindictive piece of shit. She's proven that much already. So the best you're doing is biding some time, which is kind of good because that means your brother has the opportunity to come out on their own terms. Because again, that's going to happen at some point, presumably, right? But I like, unfortunately, it's not on their own term. Well, what I'm saying is if they haven't, yes, it's not fully on their own terms, but I think... If she has yet to announce it, then at least they have the opportunity to maybe do it themselves. Not yeah. admittedly on their own terms because they're being forced to, but more than if this person fucking sang it out in the middle of the town square or however the fuck they plan to do it. Which, unfortunately, depending where you are, could be an impossibility. I, I really don't know. I would say I know there are definitely resources online for people who are in places where it's dangerous to be gay and like resources on how to come out and and places that will help you if things do go poorly. Um, so maybe look into them if you are in such a, a dangerous area where this can go wrong. And if not, if it's slightly better, maybe letting your friends know and letting your family know before she gets a chance to will be good. You could also just like, again, when you break up, if you know who she's threatening to come out to, you can head her off of the past by being like, oh man, she just had a really fucking messy breakup with our brother and is off the rails and claiming all sorts of shit. And then when she comes to them, is like, oh, he's gay. They'll be like, all right, again, hopefully. Yeah. But like just forced into a shit relationship isn't viable. And again, yeah. this person fucking sucks. So I also feel like the kind of person that would threaten something like this doesn't stop there. That's the thing. It's like, even if you break up with, like, even if she moves on from you and finds someone else, what's, there's no guarantee that she's not going to just do it anyway at, at her convenience. But like you, I, presumably there's probably also texts of you saying, Hey, please don't do that. So like the gambit of being like, Oh, she's just being crazy. Like might not work either. Like I, uh, this is, you're in an impossible situation. There's no good answer here. Other than like, you know, she has a car accident and forgets everything that's happened in the past two months or something, right? Like, like literally about to suggest killing her. It's like, we don't do that here. <laughs> no. She, unless she has an accident. You know what? Find some blackmail out about her. Boom. There we go. This does all depend on the things I was saying before, where it's like where you are, who she's threatening, what like political climate you're in. You know what I mean? Because I think there's... It, there's always the fear when you're coming out. Like, it's a super hard thing to do. I don't think it's easy even in a place that's very accepting. The danger and the the fallout of that is going to be a lot different than if you are in a country where it's a, a crime punishable by, like, death or the fucking south of America where people are apparently lunatics. So Yeah, I think you also need to tell your brother about the situation, too, because nowhere here does it say that your brother knows about this. So I think... I think he needs to 
be aware of the situation. I almost in, like inferred that it was because they were like, oh, he doesn't want to be out, but that could be a pre-existing thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing. It's like this involves him massively. So keeping it to yourself isn't good. And like for all you know, he'll be like, hey, you know what? Go ahead. Or at the very least, you might give him the chance to to get his say in before this person comes out. So you need to discuss with him if you do have trusted parents or adults or like teachers that you think are good, maybe bring it up with them. But like, this is a really shitty fucking situation. I wish I could give you a better, clearer, more helpful answer. And I I just can't. Yeah. It's one of those questions where there just isn't one, unfortunately. But I, I think there's no world in which you staying with them indefinitely is viable. No. And I want to reiterate that like, the point I was making earlier is the trope of being like, oh, I tell them everything. I tell my partner everything. I tell whoever mm-hmm. everything. That's cute in a hallmark kind of way when, when everything or like, you know, piece of information is so intensely personal and has such personal ramifications to someone else. You don't tell anyone that. It doesn't matter about who your partner is or who, how close you are or how cute you are about, oh, I have no secrets from my partner. It's not a secret. You're not keeping secrets from your partner. You're keeping a secret for someone else. And that is two completely different things. It doesn't mean it has no uh, effect on the partner. It has ever, it is like literally that person's life. Yeah. So you need to respect that. And you need to not think that your cute relationship means more than someone else's privacy. If they have trusted you with information that they have told you to keep to yourself. If you ever think that you have the right to demand that your partner tells you something that they have been asked to keep in confidence, you're a shit person too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like if someone says, if, if, if you're aware of the fact that your partner has, is keeping something secret or, or is, you know, has knows something about someone and they say, Oh, actually, you know what? I would love to tell you, but they have trusted me with this information and I have promised them not to tell anyone. And if they yeah. lose their fucking mind, be like, I've made a promise. The same way that I've made promises to you, the way, same way that I've promised you to like stay faithful and be honest with you. If, if I break that promise to this person, then I'm also telling you and showing you that I'm going to break the promises I've made to you. So if I break this promise, you have no guarantee that I won't cheat on you. You have no guarantee that I'm going to be honest with you. So you make the call, yeah. right? Like either, either I'm a liar and either I, I have no integrity or I have integrity and you can respect that. Yeah, I think if you're a partner who can't understand that, you need to figure that out because that's not cool. And if you have, again, devastating personal information about somebody, you don't you don't share it without their permission because it's not yours to give away. Good luck to the people in this quandary. I, I hope it works out. And uh, fuck, fuck this person. Yeah. And, and if you don't, ever also don't, don't fucking do that, like I've, yeah. I've seen so many things. I don't know what it is this week about Reddit. There's been a lot of questions where people are like, oh, I broke up my partner and they showed up my door threatening suicide. I've seen like five or six questions like that. One or two blackmail ones, too. And it's like, what are you gaining? Nothing. Even if they fucking acquiesce to your demands, it's like, cool. Now you have a lie of a relationship with someone you're criminally forcing. Like, fuck that. That's not good for you. It's not good for them. It's awful. Do yourself a favor and fucking move on. And I will add to that. Don't out people. Don't do it. It's it's literally one of the scummiest things you can do in the world to another person. 
It's a fucking 13-year-old kid trying to get his shit together. Like, literally fuck off. Kind of a harsh ending for the episode, and I apologize for that. But I felt like I've had the question for a while, and I, I want to talk about it. Yeah, it's uh, hard to do the serious questions because we don't want to give people whiplash by being like, here's a funny one. But, like, also don't want to ignore the serious ones. But on that note, want a very quick one to, to round us out? Yeah, maybe a little palate cleanser. A sorbet. This is by Alternative Elk. I'm not even going to go into the... Uh, uh, maybe I will. She texted she's looking forward to first date because it's a nice treat after work. What's that mean? I told her I'm looking forward to meeting her. She said, me too. It'll be a nice treat after working all day. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love when people get confused by something that is like pretty much in the text. You know what I mean? Like anytime it, we've had questions where it's like, oh, she smiled at me and asked me out for coffee. Does she like me? Mm-hmm. It's like well, I, I don't know how a small bit more I didn't read, which I don't know if this will clear it up. I really respect her for her profession. She's been working really hard for promotion. I think she's really been stressed. I want to make tonight good for her. I've just never heard a girl call a date a treat. I'm not really DTF on the first date, and I'm pretty confident she isn't either. All she's saying is I've been working really hard. Hanging out with you and going on a date will be nice. It'll be a treat. It'll be a change of <laughs> yeah. pace. It'll be it'll be a reward. It'll be good. Like, you could say, like, oh, it'll be a nice treat. I could, like, us going out to karaoke later. That'll be a nice treat after my shitty weekend. Does that mean anything? No, it means it's going to be nice. Just questions like this. It's like someone took me and slammed my face into my laptop because I'm like, you took time and effort. You made that alternate account to post this because you got scared because someone said your date's going to be a treat. It's obvious. Yeah. This is why I'm, I like, I empathize with people who are like, online dating sucks. It's hard. Yeah, I get it. I understand what you what you mean. But then I'm also, then I get questions like this and I'm just like, okay, but how bad is it for you though? <laughs> it, like, are, If someone says, oh yeah, I'm really looking to, to grab a drink with you. Can't wait. What does that mean? Was it, wait, what does that mean though? What does that mean? No, for real. What does that mean? I, I couldn't tell you. It's a mystery. Because the thing is, if the other one meant I'm looking forward to going on a date with you, then this can't mean that because this is different words. So what does this word mean? Different words mean different things. Exactly. If they wanted to mean it'll be good, they would have said it was a treat, but they didn't. They said it will be good. So what does that mean? Shit. That's how you sound, y'all. Stop it. Relax. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Trust trust the words that people are saying to you. It's time. It's time. At the end of the episode, we like to hop onto online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, peruse the, the, the profile, see what works, see what doesn't work, in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. I'm going to start us off with Victoria. Grow a Top Gun mustache once in your life. It doesn't have to be forever, just for now. There's never been a better time. I'll let you know how it looks. You can trust me. Roses are red, violets are blue. I work at a bank, Blink-182. <laughs> Okay. I mean, the, the like obsession with Top Gun mustaches right now, I get it. Look, you know, Miles Teller looks great with a mustache. Uh, most guys, eh, not so much. Yeah. Most guys don't look like Miles Teller. And it's like, you need a very specific face. Like if I grew a mustache right now, I would look like a, like a, a, a fire chief who's about to retire is what I would look like. I can pull off mustaches. I can't pull off the Top Gun mustache, which I think would usually be known as the creep mustache. 
Like, it's just the, like, the thin dusting above the lip. Like, it's not much. You know what I mean? I could pull off a fucking handlebar. That's fine. But I don't know if I could pull this one off. So maybe don't, maybe don't do that. Either way, I do find this profile pretty endearing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's dripping personality. Yeah, that's cute. I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, I think seven's appropriate. Yeah. This is Anna. Starts with her Snapchat. I do have an attitude, so you'll better know how to silence me. Tongue out, tongue out emoji. Yeah, right. Guys in uniform on my kryptonite. I just can't resist them. Like panicked face emoji, I guess. Lover of Diet Coke and cartoons. The greatest white girl to ever do it. And then like the nose exhaling emoji. Looking for a future dilf with a boat. I say that my life is like a roller coaster, but it's mostly going downhill. So if you think my pics are cool, wait till you find out about my personality. Mostly unavailable, hopeless romantic. So have fun with that. They ju- it just kept getting worse. I would love to know if the my roller coaster, my life is like a roller coaster. It's all going downhill. Is from cool, something? Every fucking profile has it now, and it's because, not funny anymore. Yeah, it's it's like the I don't remember what I was complaining about the other day, but there's like a there's like certain phrases that like everyone uses, and you're just like, and I get it. They don't get to see, presumably, other women's profiles mm-hmm. unless you're you know swiping on both. But like it's. It's painful. Painful. Yeah, I don't understand. I looked it up and it doesn't seem to be anything. So how are how are there so many people making the same stupid fucking joke? Because someone probably saw it like somewhere or someone said it on a on an Instagram or it's just you know, TikTok people share over Marilyn Monroe pictures. Yeah, exactly. It's the new if you don't deserve me at my best or whatever. You can't handle me at my worst. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, emotionally unavailable, and good luck with that. Like, damn, that's just miserable. That's what, like the 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 pairing of if you think my pics are cool, wait till you find out my personality, and then emotionally unavailable. Whole story, like that doesn't sound good. I don't want that. Yeah, at all. <laughs> I assume it was meant to be like my my personality is even better. But when you pair it with that, it sounds like oh well. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna be like a four, maybe a three. It's gonna be a three actually. If yeah, five I'm is middle it. of the road, it's not just below that. I'm giving it a three as well. Uh, this is Jane Doe. I'm suing, I'm suing you for emotional distress if you don't look like your photos. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's 2022. I get it. We got shit to but do. Also, you, you don't even have your real name on this. Like, <laughs> That's fair. That's all I'm saying. Uh, this is Iliana. You gotta rate it. I know it's not oh, much. Yeah. I gotta give it a five. Yeah. It's like, don't get no. much. it's funny. But yeah, uh, this is Ileana. Don't really know what's going on. Member of the six, two gang. Yeah, I fucking bet. I can see your shoes. Liar. <laughs> Don't drink, but and then like leaf emoji, leaf emoji down for a good time. So wait, she's six, two. Apparently. Cool. Um, this is kind of a boring ass profile, though. Mm hmm. Five, four. That's a four. Yeah, I'm giving it a four because there's not enough there. Not not enough at all to entice me. I'm sorry. No, it's it's remarkably bland and like that's it. Uh this is Danny. I'm six foot, looking for someone taller, and also extremely well endowed. Nine inch plus. I'm a trans woman, so be cool. I may be a transsexual woman, but I'm extremely conservative and have no interest in liberal politics. If you have your vaccination label on your profile, don't bother. Yikes, how can you be so bad at being alive? <laughs> like I, I I don't understand how you can 
stand there and be part of a, a marginalized, oppressed community mm-hmm. and then say, hey, I actually hate you and I'm going to support the people that don't think I'm real. Yeah, I'm going to continue to support the people that want me to not exist. So fuck and you. Not, not even not exist. They literally don't think you are real. Mm. They literally ignore the, your existence. Yeah. So no, I don't. I just, I just don't get it. Yeah. So it's going to be a zero for me. It is going to be a zero. Even just starting with, I want someone over six foot and with a nine inch plus dick is a bad start. <laughs> yeah. This is Cody. <gasps> no. Believe me, no relation. Pure blood. I'm taller than Tom Hardy. Christ. You must be younger. No addictions, including to food. Tattoo free. No piercings of special parts. No dogs. Low, low body count. Unvaxxed. No exceptions. Even if you're an 11. Sorry. But you're too dumb. Spelt wrong. And now worthless to me if you have taken it. I made 80k last year. If you're smart enough to figure out what I do, you will know I'm telling the truth. A lot of that also spelt wrong. Extremely ambitious with warlord potential. If you have kids, that's really great, but you should have kept your man. Warlord potential is powerful. It almost saved the profile. But again, I'm I'm reverting back to what I said like three episodes ago. Pure blood is an automatic zero. I think almost everything in this is an automatic ex- like zero. Yeah. Like... I love that they use the wrong you're and the wrong two when it's saying you're too dumb. Like that's, it has to be a joke, right? It's gotta be. I don't think it is, but it's not. We know but it's not. We know it's Warlord real. potential though. We need to start a band and call it that. Warlord potential is very good in, in like the worst way. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for us this week, friends. Thank you very much for taking the time and listening to us. We appreciate you. We love you. We wouldn't be here without you, and we wouldn't do this if it wasn't for you. So, thank you. Uh, We've seen a a pretty large uptick in uh, in some downloads, so to all the new people, welcome. We love you. Hope you're having fun. Uh, If you don't know, we have a Patreon where you can support us. $3 a month will net you our sincerest thanks, and will help us keep going. $7 a month, about the price of a beer a month, actually less than a beer a month, we'll get you a new episode, a unique episode every month, and all our back catalog, which is over 12 episodes now, and we'll love you even more. So thank you so much, and thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities, for your song, Paper Stars. If you have a question you'd like to send to us, head on over to uh, fbuddiespodcast.com, click the contact form, fill it out, give yourself an agent name, we keep it completely anonymous, and we will get back to you ASAP on the show. Yep. Ready for some bad sex, Ryan? I am. This is Gothicana by Runix. Should I be? She asked, raising her eyebrows slightly, even as part of her wanted to break the eye contact and blush furiously at the single singular masculine attention from a very masculine male you know it's good when you have to use masculine twice in one sentence yeah and then also say male and just like (laughs) really drive home the fact that this is in fact a man Mm. i just I, i i just don't get it anymore i feel like that's basically the seduction like you know the voice in your head narrating things is that's what they have they're like oh he smiled masculinely as he looked with masculine eyes in a masculine pose yeah four more masculine inches taller than- <laughs> as he put on his tall purple fuzzy hat masculinely <laughs> my name is dave miller 
And I'm Niles Bain. We've been your fuck buddies. 